1: You can get it
2: All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn, midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie, Uh, where my man Patrick plays jams from a soundtrack of a movie that inspired him and plays those songs for us. And based on these selections, uh, we should gather clues and hints as to what the featured movie is for midweek movie music. The Harder They Come is the movie that's featured for midweek movie Movie music today. Uh, I think I'm going to end
1: up having to download this thing right here.
2: Uh, the, oh, the soundtrack? Yeah. I want to watch the movie, so I'm going to try to see if I can stream the movie. I've yeah. never even heard of it before today. But <laughs> I do like the soundtrack, though. The yeah. soundtrack is legit. It's yeah. really nice. Uh, all right. Uh, Specs Tech sign best way for you to get in touch with the program, 512-337-3776. Uh, we were uh, just talking about LeBron James and how he never entered the dunk contest, because the dunk contest is coming up in a couple of weeks, and how he never entered the dunk contest. And I think it's one of the reasons the dunk contest started to decline. Now no. that not the only reason, yeah, you know, some other reasons, but it's one of the big reasons why it starts to decline because it was no longer considered a rite of passage for the next great superstar to be in the dunk contest. Before LeBron, I think it was, and since then it's kind of waned. Still really good, just missing the A-list uh, star power that I think it needs. Yep. But here's the reason I think, and I, this is why I can't relate to LeBron haters. I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm a, I, I love LeBron. My, my dog's middle name is LeBron. So I, I love me some LeBron James, full disclosure. But I understand the LeBron dislike and hatred from a competitive hatred thing, not real hate. Right. Uh, well, some of y'all actually do really hate him. I can tell. Very much so. <laughs> but I get I'm, not, I'm Like I said, I'm not judging you. I get it because the, it's the reason he didn't. Enter dunk contest because my man CB, shout out to my man CB, who sent us the the video at ChrisGB002000 of LeBron James saying that he was going to enter the dunk contest in 2010. And then, of course, he pulled out of it. And Magic Johnson offered him a million dollars. million. If he wins the dunk contest and him still not doing it, by the way, that's pennies for him. Um, it's because he didn't want to tarnish his image. It wasn't because, you know, I, I, I think he was worried about losing to... Uh, not say a nobody, but a B-list, C-list NBA player that just was really hyped up and had great creative dunks, and he knew that would tarnish his image. That's why he didn't do it. MJ didn't give a damn about that. Yeah. MJ went to dunk He was contest, in his own world. And his, he, he was like, I'm the baddest mofo in this league, right. and I'm about to prove it again. Yep. Watch this.
0: Yeah. Watch this.
2: Watch this. Watch yeah. this. And instead of having that type of mentality, that competitive sickness, LeBron James thought first about his legacy. And how he was gonna look and thought, nah, it ain't worth it. Maybe, yeah. and maybe he's right. But that's why people don't like
1: LeBron. Because
2: yeah. sometimes he thinks about the image first. That, I'm, that I'm, mad to, the image I'm mad about that. I'm mad.
1: I'm mad that we didn't get a chance to see him in a dunk contest. Win or lose, <laughs> didn't matter to me. I just wanted to see you make a poster somehow. Oh, man. It'd Didn't been, do it. It would have been glorious. Yep. It would have been glorious.
2: Uh, Alright, something else that would be glorious. We talked about the combine invites for the Longhorns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keandre Colburn, Rojo, Bijan, DeMarvion, Overshawn, one of those guys, and also uh, Moro Ojimo. So congrats to those guys. We'll talk more about that as the combine approaches. Savion Red switching position. Shout out to Inside Texas. Eric Nylane broke that story. Switching from wide receiver to running back. Uh, but now I want to talk about a couple of other stories um, that are Longhorn football related that we haven't, uh, haven't got a chance to get to uh, the the mock draft, just real quick, yep. uh, just because it's mock season, uh, a lot of mock drafts out there. Um, Bijan Robinson in the Matt Miller mock draft. Oh, he, and I, I like Matt Miller. I think he does really good work. Mm-hmm. Um, and we won't talk about everybody's mock draft, but there are some mock drafts I think are worth diving into. Mel Kuyper, we talked about Bijan. He's going to the Cowboys in Mel Kuyper's last mock draft in the first round. Uh, Todd McShay's mock draft in the uh, first round. He's got Bijan going to the Eagles uh, in his last mock draft. Well, Matt Miller, once again, gets Bijan as a uh, top 10 pick in his mock draft and he's got him going number five overall and he's got him projected to uh, sorry he's got him at number 10 overall to the eagles so he's got him going to the eagles too man so uh, todd mcshay and matt miller two picks and I, I i told you guys before these mocks even came out i said honestly y'all better pray he don't end up with the eagles <laughs> or the bills i told y'all Yep. and all these mocks got the eagles getting because it it's a luxury pick for them they got multiple first-round picks, so that's a luxury pick for them that you know a Bijan could put them over the top.
1: I would much rather put them to—I would mm. want Bijan to go to Buffalo than I would anybody in the NFC.
2: Interesting you bring that up because Lance Zerline, yeah. who does great work for uh, NFL.com and down there in H-Town, he's got a mock draft, and he's got Bijan going to Buffalo. I
1: would I would I would I would yeah. watch him and and pat him <laughs> on the back and be like, yeah. "Do your thing, Bijan." I'll get my kid a jersey." But <laughs> if he goes to the <laughs> NFC, I just can exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I would not I, I repeat, I would not <laughs> get my kids a jersey if he was an Eagle. I would not do that. Yeah. I would not do it if he's a giant. Mm. I would not do it if he's a 49er. Mm-mm. I'm definitely not doing that. Any other team wow. in the NFC because that means we got to have smoke with him.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, but I, Unless the
1: Cowboys get him, then it's going to be beautiful.
2: Oh, yeah, but Mel Kuyper had yeah, to go to yeah. the, Cowboys. I, I, the Cowboys. That was
1: clickbait, I think. The, the Cowboys <laughs> do
2: not need to draft Bijan in the first round. Draft Rojo in the third. Yeah. Trade up in the third I'll to go that. get Rojo. He's going to drop out of the second. Nobody's going to draft him in the second, I don't think, mm-hmm. unless they really love him. But they going to let him get to the third, go up in the draft and get him in third, and everybody will say, The Cowboys, oh, man, they, they you know, that was a bad move by them. They overvalued the running back position, they screwed up. That guy's going to be a starting running back for you, potentially. Guaranteed. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so I'm telling you, that's where you get great value. Bichon's good value, but you got to pay for that value. You're going to yeah. pay for it. You, you, gonna, go, yeah. you paying for that,
1: man. That's that filet mignon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You're going to have to pay for that filet mignon. I, I, I want to
2: go to that value menu over there <laughs> exactly. and go get that chicken sandwich on that value menu. Yeah. I'll take those two tacos and I'll take that fry. How much? $3. Yeah. I'm cool with that.
1: <laughs> That's Rojo. Rojo's that value menu, can you, baby. Can I get some uh, purple drink over there, for too? Real? Yeah. real. Yeah.
2: Chick-fil-A don't have a value menu, but if they did, <laughs> Rojo would be on the Chick-fil-A value oh, menu. Oh, yeah. They don't have one. What though.
1: are you calling them? Biggity Bites of Joy? Biggity
2: Bites of Joy. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, all right. How about this Longhorns? Uh, they're, they're how about this? This is the Bill Connolly returning production index. So basically, it determines uh, what teams have the most productivity and production returning, and based on that, he does his uh, returning production rankings. Yep. He's got the Longhorns right now, and this is a little premature because I don't think everything's settled in the transfer portal yet. Some of the information is really hard to come up with, so you don't have the final rosters out, and even after spring, you won't have a, a some. Other guys hit the transfer portal, too. But right now, the Longhorns, number 19. Yep. In uh, returning production ranking right now, they're the number, how about this, number three offense returning 85% of their offensive production, number 68 defense returning 63% of their defensive production um, for an average, I think their returning production average is 74%, and yeah, that's the best, uh, right now that is one of the best, oh actually yes, one of the best numbers in the Big 12 overall. So they're one of the most experienced teams in the Big Twelve. You go look at it. Texas Tech is sixty fourth. West Virginia sixty six. Iowa State sixty seventh. Uh, BYU seventieth. Uh, K oh, mm. State 76th, Oklahoma seventy seven. Oklahoma Houston eighty two. Oklahoma State eighty nine. Baylor one hundred. Uh, TCU one eighteen. Cincinnati one twenty four. Alabama one hundred twenty fifth actually. So you no. in terms of returning production, uh, Texas is looking pretty good. You're returning ten of the eleven starters. Yeah, but your best player and your best leader, Rojo and Bijan, both going off offense.
1: Yeah, this is going. This is going to be big for for the Texas Longhorns and the talents there. You just talked about. I mean, you start looking around and and trying to figure out what what is going to be good for them. You should be a lot better. The you expectation. Be. The expectations yeah. are high when it comes for them. It's true. That is what it's all about. It is. It is to the point where you need to start looking at how does, how do we maximize the most out of this talent that we're continuing to stockpile at this point. You're you're bringing in so many the stars. If you're just going to go with the stars, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to look at the five stars, four stars, three stars, the development, and that's the other part of it. The development is starting to show its face too. Yes, guys are getting better. You did a great so job. So now take it to the next step. They did a great job last year.
2: Yeah. Almost every position got better across the board. Wide receiver is the only position you can look at and go, yeah, I'm not sure if wide receiver got better. I'll admit that, and I'm a Brendan Marion fan. Yep. Uh, But every other position got better, and you're right. I mean, I I looked at a uh, Pro Football Focus article today that said Texas this past season had the best D-line, sorry, best interior D-line in the country. Yeah. That's how deep they were. Two of those guys, Kendrick Coburn, and Muriel Ojemo, Uh they're going to try to go to the NFL. And they, they listed their top returning interior de- defensive lineman. And they have uh, Byron Murphy listed as one of the top 10 re- best returning interior D-linemen in the country. So they ain't including guys like Alfred Collins who's going to be in that conversation. Devontae Sweat in that conversation. I'm still waiting for him yeah. to break through that glass. I've been Come waiting on, since the day he
1: got to the yeah. university. He was my guy from the very beginning. I was like, this dude got good feet, man. So,
2: yeah, so they're deep. And on the offensive line, uh, Pro Football Focus had Kelvin Banks listed as one of the top 10 best returning tackles in football. That guy's going to be a top 10 oh, pick potentially for Everything. Whenever he decides to come out, yeah. but you're looking at a deep offensive line. Hard, you may have some new faces on the offensive line just because you're upgrading right. from guys last year, and uh, you're bringing back your starting right tackle and your starting detail. Oh, uh, sorry, right tackle and your starting left tackle.
1: Right, and that's why right? that's why yeah, there's no excuses. That's why it's it's imperative for us to end up in Arlington because you mm-hmm. are bringing back so much experience. Not only are you bringing back those guys. But a lot of guys got reps last year.
2: Yeah, you bring like, your entire starting line. It,
1: <laughs> it you there's no excuses. Yeah, and then you you go out into the transfer portal and bring a guy that's got two national championships, that has been a part of it, that knows what the work ethic is all about and what you need to do every single day to get better. Because it was iron sharpening iron out there in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, on the offensive side of the ball, you should be there. Should be no hiccups at all.
2: I believe the Longhorn fans out there are using the hashtag no excuses.
1: No excuses. Hashtag. So, no No excuses. excuses. Yeah,
2: I like that. uh, That's basically what it comes down to for Sark. Uh, One more Longhorn related story uh, just while we're talking about stuff behind the burnt orange curtain. This is good news. It's being reported by our friends over at Horns 24 7 that the new wide receiver coach, uh, Chris Jackson, is having a uh, very calming influence on the wide receiver room. Um, Groundedness, balance, and calm confidence uh, with the wide receiver room is what they're reporting right now. And it's a lot of positive vibes coming out of the wide receiver room just here in the offseason with the new wide receivers coach. So looks like everything's going well with the new wide receiving coach mm-hmm. and I guess you'll get your first peek of that coming up in the spring and spring is not that far away. Actually. It is right here. Yes, it's creeping up on us. Uh, all right. Also, the break is creeping up on us. We come back. We'll get into some NFL news notes and nuggets and then we're actually going to wrap it up and put it in the oven. We're off a little bit early today. We're going to give you up to Texas women's basketball That's currently right. leading the Big 12 conference leading uh, Texas women's basketball. We'll talk about that. When we come back right here on ball don't lie I if we're down the horn Alright, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Before we do, we'll get to some of your big game bowl coverage. Midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Thanks to my man Patrick for playing jams. From a movie that I didn't even know existed, the harder they come. But apparently the soundtrack, which is what we focused on, one of the most influential in uh, reggae history. And and a
0: little research. It is apparently streaming in many places, like Amazon Prime. You can get it on Peacock, other places like that. And the Alamo Drafthouse is doing a screening of it in like two weeks. Of course they are. Come back. Of course they are. And something tells me it'll smell
2: like reggae <laughs> up in that Giants. <laughs> 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 like that. There's the Bob Marley Festival still a thing or the reggae fest down there? Is that still available? I think. Well, I
1: don't know. I know. COVID
0: has stopped and yeah, I don't know if they. I think
1: it's back, man.
0: They bring it back.
1: I think yeah, they probably they will. They're going to bring it back
0: that. and just take them a couple years. Like, COVID over? Oh, I didn't, <laughs> didn't even know. I used to love the reggae fest when I was younger. That was always fun. Always a good time. Now, reggae put you in a good mood. Mm-hmm. It did. I was driving in, it was raining and everything. I was listening to this stuff. Yeah. Before I coming in, I was just like, oh, you know what? It Don't even matter this training. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all
2: yeah, know what? Well, that's very true. We've been listening to reggae all day, and I just realized, like, man, I'm in a really good mood because of the reggae.
1: Yeah, it started changing you, didn't it? Does, man, yeah. It
2: does, man. It does. All right, let's get to some uh, NFL news, note, and nugget. But first, before we do that, uh, let's give some love to our big game bowl coverage sponsor.
0: The
1: Horn's big game coverage is brought to you by Texas Truck and Trailer, located in Leander on Crystal Falls Parkway and in Northeast Austin at I-35 and Runberg. Call Texas Truck and Trailer at 512-528-6038. That's 528-6038.
2: Uh, man, Hardy already looked it up. Apparently the Bob Marley Fest. When,
1: when is it happening? April 21st through the 23rd. <laughs> so, yes, it will be a party going on. I like that. Hey, Joe number
2: two says field trip to Alamo Draft House. <laughs> Sounds Maybe. like it. That's right. Maybe. All right. Who's bringing the goodies? Who's bringing the goodies? Uh. <laughs> you bring them, Joe. Joe number two, you bring the goodies. Yep. Uh, all right, gentlemen, uh, before we get to a couple of NFL news notes and nuggets uh, to close out the uh, festivities, just so everybody knows, we're diving deep, deep, deep into uh, the big game bowl coverage uh uh tomorrow and then on friday so we'll go down the rabbit hole and devote most of the show to breaking out this mm-hmm. matchup between the eagles and the chiefs but i gotta tell you Hart, the more research i've been doing you know i was leading eagles yep, the whole yep. time uh-huh i gotta tell you the, the deep the deep of the rabbit hole i come back to to the kansas city side a little bit more and it's because and honestly how about this we've said that the eagles have the Positional advantages in almost every position except head coach, quarterback, and tight end. Right. And even though their, I mean, their defensive line is one of the best in NFL history now based on the stats. I mean, they're right behind the, the Bears. Right. With the all time sack. They're, I mean, they're in a, they're they're in a from, conversation. They are phenomenal. Um. And yeah, they led the NFL in sacks. But I just think we don't give enough love to Kansas City's defensive line. We we talk about Junk Jones all the time. Junk Jones is the man. He's one of the best linemen uh, in the NFL. But, man, Kansas City's pressure rate in the playoffs, dude, Mm 41.9. The Cowboys led the NFL at 40.8. Yeah. Their pressure rate in the playoffs is better than the best team in the regular season in the playoffs. And it's mostly because Chris Jones. Yep, he's just taking Frank Clark the, too. A don't, don't. don't forget Frank about Frank Clark. Great point. He's yeah. a war daddy, but you're right. We 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 undersell that aspect. Of, they were second in sacks behind Philadelphia. Yeah, they were sec, second in pressure. They were a really good team on that defensive line.
1: That's why the line hadn't moved. Like mm-hmm. when you look at the betting lines and where the money is going back and forth, it's been pretty steady. It's almost a pick 'em game. When you think about it, it probably will be at kickoff. It'll end up being a, a pick'em game because of the things that you just matched up and what you said. But I'm, I, I've been, I started leaning that way on Monday when I started thinking about Patrick Mahomes. I started thinking mm-hmm. about Patrick Mahomes and the feeling and the way that he played the last Super Bowl they were in when they got beat by Tampa. Yeah, he was. He didn't have any help. The mm-hmm. off the, the offensive line, they were awful blocking and and that defensive line for for Tampa Bay which at the time was one of the top defenses in the NFL yeah. because they were speed they were aggressive and they were getting after people and they addressed it they changed everything on that offensive line for Patrick Mahomes and i just i just kept looking at him and thinking about him and now that you didn't brought these numbers up for the defensive side of the no. ball you, you it's, it's going to come down to it. I gave you yesterday, they're both 16 and three. They both have 546 total points scored. They have six Pro Bowlers, I mean, uh, all pros each. And the score, I mean, the game is a 50 50
2: pick them. That's why I'm looking it, at it. No, it is. isn't. you can't deny me. Mahomes has been fantastic. I'm going to give you a, a freaky stat about Mahomes that, that shows you his growth. And, yeah. and he is just, he he really is on the track to be potentially a GOAT. Uh, in in football, he really is. But I just like his evolution as a player in terms of him processing uh, the game. You know how many deep touchdown passes, twenty yards or more, do you think Patrick Mahomes had in twenty twenty two?
1: Deep touchdown passes? Yep. I would say probably ten at the most. One. What? He changed his
2: whole game. He had 47 deep touchdown passes in his first four years. He led the NFL more than anybody. Remember, everybody kept adjusting. What they yep. adjust with? Too high. Yep. Too high, three high. They basically said, Patrick Mahomes, you are not throwing that football downfield. Mm-hmm. If you want to, go ahead. Maybe he started throwing interceptions. He was like, I'm going to throw it downfield anyway. He's like, well, you're throwing picks. Right. Go right ahead. And he started throwing picks. So he needed to evolve his game. Guys, mm-hmm. one deep touchdown pass this year. By the way, his A-dot, average depth of target in the playoffs, 6.4. That would have been the league low. Yeah. Oof. He would have been tied with Daniel Jones and <laughs> Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy? His regular season 8-dot is 7.7. 7. He, he, how about his deep percentage passes, the percentage of his passes that were 20 yards or more, 8.2. Career low. He is a different quarterback than he was yeah. when he won the MVP
0: and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now he's back as a different quarterback, different different personnel allow me to reintroduce committee? Myself. and wow. he's still up front runner for the he's, gonna win it if yeah. he's yeah. in the Super
2: Bowl. Yeah.
1: He's going to win it if
2: he get in. Yeah. It. It's amazing, guys. It re- is phenomenal the way he has evolved his game. It's so we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh I think that's going to play a big role because I, are they going to are they going to bring a guy down in the box um to stop the running game of Philadelphia, I uh, sorry of of Kansas City cuz Pacheco whew, I'll give you some numbers uh, yeah. by him tomorrow, too. Oh, yeah. Pacheco's, Bring them things. Pacheco's been balling, man. He's been yeah, balling. He uh, all right. We don't have a ton of time to get into all the NFL topics, but we discussed most of them. Derek Carr is visiting with the Saints, and we'll update you and tell how that goes. The Pro Bowl uh, ratings came out, too, and mm-hmm. uh, for, for the Pro Bowl uh, festivities or weekend extravaganza, whatever they're calling it. Uh, they were surprisingly high. I think we talked oh, yeah. about this a little bit, but they were at one point. Uh, I think you got uh, – man, it was at uh, – the rating was – Um, one of the highest ratings they've had actually in the last eight years or so for the actual Pro Bowl, and it got a six six point one five seven million viewers. Wow! Um, which was the highest sports event of the weekend. Well, not wasn't a lot of sporting events that weekend. You you mean you didn't watch the NASCAR race of the day, not the weekend, (laughs) the day? I say the day, not the weekend, the day. But that's still pretty damn good. And I was like, yeah, football. I would say football to me, it's kind of like sex. Even when it's bad, it's still good. And hell, even when they're running around in shorts and playing dodgeball and kick-tack-toe. And I like
1: kick, kick, kick tac toe. Exactly. I like
2: it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kick, whatever it is. They're playing the kid games. You know, people will still like it because they, they, they people love football. People, yeah. you know, even when it's that version of football, which is not really football. It's kind of like you know, dry humping. I guess if that's the case. Ooh, uh,
1: pause. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's
2: innocent. That's very innocent. There. Uh Okay. Uh, that's innocent. It is that's that's innocent. innocent. <laughs> that's it. Sound like Mac Brown. That's innocent. <laughs> it's innocent. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, all right. Uh, I want to uh, tell everybody go to the uh, the the horn page hornfm.com if you missed any part of any of the shows you can go there and catch up with them on the podcast page that simple um also uh go check out the flex always a good idea to go check out the flex got great content up there as well and we're off early today we're giving uh you up to the ladies texas women's basketball coming up next and uh, that's starting at 6.45 pregame. And 7 and o'clock,
0: 7.15. 7 o'clock game time. 7 o'clock game time. And okay. then after the women's basketball game, there will be Longhorn Blitz, Fight Night, and Sports Guys Talking Wrestling. Nice.
1: There's so much happening that. Still get a On Wednesday night lineup. You're going to get it all, baby. Uh
2: Yeah, so just stick around, man. you get your your Longhorn in uh, infusion, if you will, with Longhorn Blitz. We talk some uh, Texas football stuff. Talk about the Big 12 schedule that was released and get into a lot of other different topics as well. Yeah, we
1: definitely need to get into that Big 12 schedule. Uh, conference uh, schedule that was sent out and kind of, Prognosticate what our thoughts you are. You to play the schedule be. game? I, I, I always love playing the schedule you play game. You want to play the schedule game? Sometimes I don't yeah. even like to look at it. I just throw it out there and say what the number is going to be. So, then I try to guess.
2: All right, tomorrow we'll play the schedule game. Yeah, I I'll like give that. Give you where we think the wins and the losses yeah. are for Texas. Nothing yeah. wrong with that.
0: Undefeated,
1: by the way.
2: Uh, hey, man, you tomorrow gotta ask me. Hey, drink tra- that tra- tra- hey, Kool-Aid, baby. Trade deadline.
0: Trade deadline. Three p.m. tomorrow for the NBA. So we will know when our show starts. Basically, there it what has happened in the NBA. That's a thing. I got a feeling something's
2: going to happen. I think the Mouths might make another move. That's the Sneaky. world in the street. males might not be done. Um, I want to thank my man, Patrick, for doing a great job. Thank Harich as well. And thank all you out there for listening. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. We're talking about it right here on Ball, Don't Lie. Uh, we love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves. But more importantly, take care of each other. Texas women's basketball coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Peace.